And we're live. What's going on, Nooner Nation? You already know what it is. I'm your host, Bill Schofield. This is the Nooner Nation podcast, the Nooner, the uh, podcast for Nooners by Nooners. And we have a special Nooner on with us tonight, the host of, and we're live. What's going on, Nooner Nation? Podcast. You already know what <laughs> there it we is. Go. Oh, I'm your host, Bill Schofield. And this my dumbass forgot podcast. to mute the YouTube. There we go. You got the intro twice. Lucky you guys. So <laughs> we got a special Nooner on with us tonight. If you uh if you are a Drinking Bros fan over the last what about a year maybe since they moved to Austin thereabouts um, you've heard of High Tower Sean we got Sean uh, it's Anish Chando Anchando yeah Anchando so um, does editing for the Tetherball Network but more importantly is the host of kind of the the newer podcast out there. The Conmen podcast, where he talks about America's favorite pastime, <laughs> conspiracy theories. So we're going to get into that. You already, everybody already knows podcasting world. So uh, you know, subscribe, like, hit the bell on YouTube. Go to iTunes, rate and review. If you're like Sean and don't have an iPhone, <laughs> s- steal one and. Go to iTunes. Uh, you can actually do it on Spotify now as well. I haven't even gone to look at my Spotify review rate yet because um, my my audio numbers, it's like 90% uh, iTunes. And then I actually get a lot of Podbean. People listen on Podbean, which is weird. I think yeah. They, I think they might be Russian bots or something listening on Podbean. <laughs> Uh, also, if you're watching the video right now, you can see me and Sean are twinning, right? So we got I got some shirts available. Um, I'll throw the link in the description. But uh, yeah, so got a few shirts. They're gonna be uh, they're gonna sell out fast. The first run, if they're sold, if they happen to be sold out in your size um, and color you want, just hit me up. Uh, it lets me know what to uh, what to print because. Um, the company doing it is the company I own. It's my side hustle doing some screen printing shit. So just let me know. So with that, I'm going to let Sean introduce himself. Sean, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? I'm, I'm really enjoying my shirt. I was going to wear it on the show today, but unfortunately we had to postpone to tomorrow. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm really stoked out about my shirt. I gave your, the other shirt to Ross and yeah. to Rob and yeah, they're, yeah, yeah th- I really appreciate that. Yeah, I had to give yeah you one because uh, dude, we had some like really good conversations in uh, Austin. Like everybody had left the studio, you're still hanging out, and oh, yeah. uh, me, you, and Danny, and I think Boston Joe just hanging out, and it was awesome because I had nowhere else to go. So I was like just serenading, just serenading the whole studio with his yeah. guitar. Well, yeah, with the Git fiddle, talking. Uh, he likes to do Colt. The was it the Colt forty five song a lot. I've noticed <laughs> and rifting, and then. Uh, and then so obviously, breaking hearts. Yep. And then I had to give Bob a shirt because he was on the show. Uh, yeah. To this day, the per numbers, the best show I've done was with Hot Bob. But I think it's oh, because yeah. I'm not aware of this because I'm not a huge, I don't really know TFM all that well. Me either. But, but I guess he's somewhat of an internet celebrity. I don't get it. Yeah, I saw that. I, I followed him on, on, uh, on Twitter. I was like, what the fuck? How, look at all the people that follow him. And then Instagram, too. I was like, and, and like they're talking about, like, 
like him and uh, Doko Dan, they're like, yeah, we're like internet famous. Like they joke around about it because it's internet famous. Who fucking cares? <laughs> and then yeah. I, yeah, I saw. I was like, whoa, they they were they were kidding. Yeah, like had, all those like all the softcore history guys, I guess, hmm. are somewhat internet famous because of total frat move. So yeah, I I had no idea what that was. Yeah, it's like, weird. They'll ask. They'll tell me. They're like, well, I, I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. I don't know what that is. They're but, like, oh, we're 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 like what we're supposed to be bar stool, but it never happened. Yeah, I think that's when he was on. When he was on the show, it seemed like when he was talking about it, it seemed like they were very successful. But then they started trying to chase, like the the branding and merchandising mm-hmm. success of like a bar stool and a chive. Yeah, and yeah, they, they exactly. Got, they just got themselves in hot water over that. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I sent him a shirt, and then also sent Ross a shirt because, I mean, he's the godfather of the show, really. You know? Oh yeah. So, oh, yeah. and also if he wears it on air, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing you got to do when you get the merch. You just got to give it out, mm-hmm. and like it, you, you want to give it to people that are gonna put it on podcasts. They, oh, people yeah. are gonna see like, what the fuck is that? And oh, like yeah. me, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll promote the shit out of you guys, even though I'm, I'm not big like those guys, of, yeah. of course. No, it all not helps. Yet. It all helps, man. Because, um, like I did an episode of Iconoblast while I was in Austin. And, I mean, just if you just talk about the numbers, right? Like, I gained 10 subscribers, which doesn't mm-hmm. sound like a lot. But percentage-wise, I went from having, like, 120 subscribers to 130. So, I yeah. mean, it's, it's a boost. And my, my numbers went up. Um, yeah. You know, also, yeah, Instagram. If I can get my Instagram following rate to be my YouTube subscriber rate, It'd be great. I'd be gaining followers all the time, but yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm uh, so Instagram. I it's it's been growing like it started off with only one person, mm-hmm. and then like within like two months, it's already like I'm already what I'm. I think I'm at 300 already, so that's a good start, and I like it because I can I can be as crazy as I want, and like my family is not going to be like what what the fuck what's going on with Sean? Like he's asking me about like. Like kids being trafficked and murdered. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know what that means. Yeah, yeah, that's a. I caught your uh, the John Gosh episode, right? Is it John Gosh? John. Yeah. yeah. It, if he would have grew up to be an adult, he'd be John. Yeah. So, so he's John, Johnny. He, he's Johnny. Little, little Johnny. What yeah. So we talked about this in Austin. He was kidnapped mm. like a mile away from where I live. That's crazy. And also, also the other there was two other kids that were kidnapped over there within a year of each other. And I think they all happened on August. Yeah. It was this really weird thing. And then like his kidnapping was kind of the catalyst that mm-hmm. brought all this attention. And then, uh, I mean, to this day, Des Moines, Iowa has, um, like one, uh, I think per like percentage, not dollar amount, but per percentage of budget, like the, Des Moines PD and like state investigation unit like mm-hmm. has a huge percentage budget into sex trafficking because of we're like in the center of yeah. uh, I-35, you know, it runs through Austin, right? Yeah. I-35 goes from the southern border almost all the way to the northern border and it's right in the center where you have 80 that runs like Des Moines, Iowa is the intersection of I-35 and I-80 
an I eighty runs from East Coast to West Coast. So it's like this so, hu- huge. So it's like, like the perfect. It's the perfect place if you want to. Yeah. If you want to kidnap a kid and mm-hmm. put him in a, in a sex ring. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like sex trafficking stuff is a. Uh, it's a big deal in Iowa. Um, yeah, but well, that's a good thing because the the police over there, they were not investigating the Johnny Gosh thing. That's why uh, his mom was really like she was she was really outspoken, obviously because it's her own kid. Right. But then you you have the whole like the the poli- it, it seemed like the police weren't investigating it. This is like according to her and like right. some other like yeah. the family. They're they're just like well, it's also it like a- what like what was that the early eighties maybe. Mm-hmm. And for people that don't know, they're listening. So, kind of, we won't go into the, all the details. But uh, a young teenager, a tweener, a tweener. He was. 12? I think he was. I think he was twelve years old. He was. A, he was a paper boy. Yeah, twelve-year-old so paper boy in uh, the west side of Des Moines um, in the early '80s went missing. He's and he is the he was the first person to have their missing information put on milk cartons. Mm-hmm. So that's like his claim, the claim to fame is like you know I talk about like seeing somebody on a milk carton. It started with this kidnapping in Des Moines, and it it gets weird. There was like some Polaroid pictures years later with like a bunch of young men in dog cages and shit. I think and yeah yeah he was like tied up. It yeah. was he was like bounded and gagged. It was it was it's a weird picture, yeah. and apparently. He came and visited his mom and was telling her that he was part of a, he had been kidnapped by, and it was, it was this like nationwide pedophile ring. Yeah. And they were, they were just like, take, like, he couldn't leave. It it gets weird because this is like the part I don't believe that I don't think he ever really went and and visited her. Yeah. But he said, if, if they, if they ever, if you ever tell anyone, they'd kill me. So. Yeah. It's a very strange story. Um. Especially around here, people still talk about it. Um, mm. But you know, with that, you know, maybe he's part of PizzaGate. Somebody was asking about PizzaGate earlier. I did a, a poll online. Dude. What? What's yeah, your thoughts that. on PizzaGate? Is that like a real thing, it's, or is that like a cue? So this this is this is uh, this is where it gets. It, that one's a weird one because PizzaGate is basically the Franklin scandal. The right. Franklin scandal is is also happened. They see they said Johnny Gosh was kidnapped by the Franklin scandal, which was happening in that area. But PizzaGate, the way they, <laughs> I'm in my backyard. My my neighbors are like, what the fuck's going on back there? No, they're probably like weird. Sean at it again, <laughs> talking about this shit. But, you know, PizzaGate. I mean, they probably believe it too. But PizzaGate is weird because they debunked it without really debunking it. You know what I mean? Right. So like they put out like all these different because it's a weird it's it's fucking weird because they have all these different signs these like, different pictures that that are associated with with this but they're like oh they went to the to the pizza place i think it was comet pizza in dc or wherever the fuck i don't remember. yeah comet pizza yeah i think yeah when i googled when i googled imaged pizza gate there's just a bunch of pictures of comet pizza in dc so yeah the, so the way they debunked it as far as I know, is because they said the there where they would take these kids is in a basement, and they went to Comet Pizza and there's no basement, so they're like, oh, it's debunked. But they it, it, it's like they didn't really fully investigate it. So everyone's like, oh, they think all, all the politicians are a bunch of pedophiles, which they kind of are. Oh, <laughs> seems to be are. that way. 
She's really. Yeah. And this reminds me, I have this in my notes. So, do you have a do you have a beer or something? You got a beer. So, a beer. and everybody listening, go grab a drink because we're going to play a drinking game tonight. A conspiracy theory drinking game tonight to where if either of us or anybody in the live chat references they without an actual context <laughs> to who they are, we have to take a drink. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna get fucked up. I say it all the time. So you could say like if you're if you know if you're talking about like the CIA did this and then they did that like in reference to the CIA, that's fine. But a lot of times I've noticed in the conspiracy theories, you hear mm. they. And to quote You, you know, know who they are. Yeah, to they. quote to quote them. to quote like a King of the Hill scene one time. Like Dale Gribble was like, That's what they want you to think, talking to like an <laughs> FBI agent. And he's like, sir, we are they. And he's like, oh, God. <laughs> Great, greatest cartoon ever made. Oh, I love King of the Hill. Dale, that, Grib- that Dale Gribble may be one of the greatest characters ever created. I like uh, when he broke, when he, when he investigated the JFK assassination and he found out that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald really did kill him. Mm-hmm. And then he became very patriotic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of the, that's a classic episode. Yeah, I think at the very end was it, I think that episode, Hank, the DMV put female on his driver's license and he couldn't (laughs) get it changed. So Dale goes to the DMV. He's like, I'm your worst nightmare. I'm a Patriot (laughs) with nothing but time and two phone lines. (laughs) He's like, get it changed. And the guy's like, the DMV is fine. Like, okay. (laughs) He's so good. It's funny because I have, um, what, what was it? Oh yeah, I got my uh, Rusty Shackelford. Yeah, um, Rusty Shackelford. I told you about that. Yeah, I have it on my. I was making sure it was on this computer. Yeah, and actually, whenever yeah, I they can't show you it, <laughs> whenever they call you Hightower Sean, all I think of is uh, when Dale was in the clock tower at UT <laughs> that one time, and I thought he was yeah. like going to go on a shooting spree. Yeah, my wife's birthday is on, on the day that happened. Is it August really? First, yeah. Wow. Yeah, August first. So it's a. Said that she killed um, all those people at UT. Like the same and year then, and everything? No, no. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> no, but she, she shares a birthday with that, and her brother shares the birthday of the day that Martin Luther King was murdered. So, Wow. I know, yeah. um, I know uh, a friend of the show, Timmy D, his yeah. daughter was born on 9-11. Fuck yeah. Yeah. We were hoping that would happen to, to Rob. Rob's yeah. uh, kid was, I think, born like... Like September first, but we're hoping that that uh, the baby would be born on nine eleven. It'd be memorable. Uh, yeah, I was like, you should you should name him Donald. Donald. <laughs> That's a, that'd be a great name. Mm-hmm. I don't think he he did nine eleven though. I I I have some theories on nine eleven. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have there's too t- many. We, oh, don't have, we don't have enough time. Yeah, <laughs> it all goes into that. But uh, so yeah, so during the podcast, everyone, like I said, go get a drink. You know, and uh, if we reference they out of like without context, as in like the conspiracy theory, they <laughs> we all got to take drinks. It's almost like how Iconoblast does with casual racism. Drink, yeah, drink. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're gonna run through some of these. So my first question is, what's your favorite conspiracy theory that turned out to be real? And what's your favorite one that you actually think is fake? Oh, that w- that one's tough because uh, that turned out to be real. Because if it's still conspiracy theory, 
Well, like, I guess it, that's it, you could. It could be could it could, a conspiracy theory that has a past conspiracy theory that has been proven to be real, or I guess real enough. Like uh, Operation it, Northwoods was a big one. Yeah, know? yeah, that was the first episode. Um, I I think you can even talk about what's going on right now. Like I was saying early on, I was like, watch, everyone's gonna have to get uh, vaccine passports, and th- people were calling me crazy. I was like, watch, it's gonna happen, and it fucking happened. Like I can't, it, I feel like I was telling the future. I was like, they're gonna make you get, uh, they're gonna make you get vaccine passports, and they, they didn't happen in Texas, obviously. But then, wait, 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 like, wait, who's they? Oh, oh shit! <laughs> drink, y'all. It's impossible. I, I, I gotta say it. It's, I mean, it is like it's the, it is the overarching, <laughs> right? Like, like the the uh, conspiratorial mastermind mm. is just they. We, you know why though, right? Because we're all schizophrenics. Maybe uh, I mean, they, yeah, we, we say they. We <laughs> the sad part is, I'm almost with you on this. The sad yeah. part is, is like, even the stuff that is, I mean, inherently kind of crazy. The world is getting crazier to the point where you're kind of like, like the flat Earth thing. Yeah. Oh. Obviously, like. Yeah. The world is not fucking flat. Yeah. Uh, but the world is crazy enough. I can kind of get where somebody would be like, the world's fucking flat. It's it's a psyop. the The flat Earth thing was a whole psyop. It's just like it's it's a convince. It's to make conspiracy theorists crazy, like look crazy. And like, like even the word conspiracy theory, yeah, it, it, it is a psyop. They made it to make for people that are investigate, they're like really looking into what the government is doing. Right. They're like, oh, that's just a conspiracy theorist. Like, look what they did to Alex Jones. I mean, oh, yeah. the whole Sandy Hook thing that was not good. No, that's <laughs> where really he fucked bad. up, right? That's... Yeah, but there's a lot of things he's been right on. There is, oh, there is. Um, yeah, but I mean, in reality, have you have you met him? No, I want to. I, 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 we we have a candle of him. He's our he's our patron saint. Yeah. Of, of the Con Men podcast. He, he he's he just he's just so funny. He makes me laugh. Like I like everything he says makes me laugh. I'm I'm like a giggling girl. If I ever meet him, I'm I'm gonna be ridiculous. Does it like, make Does it make you laugh because, like, you agree with him that much, or does it make you laugh because of just I mean. He's a character for sure. That that's what it is. And the the shit that comes out of his mouth, like a lot of it turns, like a lot of it, the the base of what he's speaking to turns mm-hmm. out to be true. It's the way that he presents it, yeah. just makes it sound insane, right? You like, got his when you watch his show, he has stacks of papers, and then he just like ruffles around with the mm-hmm. papers, and you're just like he 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 has receipts. Yeah, and he he like he he. I don't know if if he actually does. I'm sure he doesn't do the research. I'm sure they have a couple of of coops wow. over there. Yeah, they probably have three coops yeah. over there. He just got he's got notes in front of him, and he he is like essentially like does a Ross right. He just knows like yeah. his stick is like and taking the notes and just making like. Inserting insane flowery language and hand movements with yeah. that voice. Did you know that his new wife beat the shit out of him on Christmas Eve? I heard about that. Yeah, I think I think was it Dan? I wouldn't say who told me that. I don't think I don't think Dan told us that. But uh, um, 
Yeah, I, I heard it, it was it was a lot. It was it was pretty nasty. Like whooped his ass with an ashtray or something. Oh, I don't know the details, but I heard I heard something about. So yeah, I what. follow. Uh, there's a Instagram account mugshotties. So it was like mm. hot chicks and mugshots, and I'll one was his one. like current wife. The night that she like beat the shit out, like she grabbed. I can't remember. Maybe something. Somebody in the chat knows. But she grabbed like a hard object in the house and was whooping the shit out of him with it. Really? Yeah. It, it, is she really a shoddy? She's pretty hot. I would I would assume because I don't know if um, crazy is attracted to crazy. So like crazy hide and crazy yeah, Alex Jones. Like, I wonder. He's, I do he's wonder. Also, he's an alpha too. Like, yeah. I wonder what he is actually like. Because I know him and Dan are friendly. Yeah, yeah. And I friends. feel like if he was actually just like this complete lunatic, Dan would be like, you're a complete fucking lunatic. He would but then also, lot. Dan might actually even be attracted. Like, not physically attracted, but like <laughs> attracted to be like, this guy's a fucking lunatic. I want to hang out and see what happens, right? No one has better stories than Dan. When you talk to him off air, mm-hmm. he, he, he might be the most interesting person on the planet. Oh, Dan's awesome, by the way. Um, yeah. I've said it on this show before. Dan, I mean... Dan is Dan. Even when you meet him in person, like he, Same guy. he is Dan. But when you're there talking to him in person, he is a very genuine and approachable mm-hmm. and nice person. Right. He just yeah. he's he can just be a little crass with his commentary of things sometimes. Like if you're yeah. being fucking stupid, he's gonna be like, Hey, you're being fucking stupid, man. Like Yeah. Which, by yeah, the he, way, he has Aspergers. He, he is he's big time autism guy. Yeah, he's were you? Uh, you didn't come to the the Hard AF launch, did you? No, it was my uh, sister in law's birthday. That's right. Yeah, and I want to. I brought the the. I mean, I wanted to bring my kids around other kids, not a bunch. Of, and I just gonna leave them. <laughs> I wanted to go. I was like, oh, I can't really leave my kids here. Yeah, well, it was a good Probably. time, but uh, I heard <laughs> Dan. I heard I heard some lives got ruined. <laughs> a couple people. I won't, I won't gossip on this show. Yeah, Dan. Dan was he was he was laughing, like openly mm-hmm. laughing. So it's funny. Like you you will never see him. I've made him laugh a few times, and I I went home with that high. Yeah. So I was like, oh, like, ooh, I got him to laugh. So I was like, I was like, ooh, look at me. Yeah, well, I had a different tapping my step. Yeah. yeah. But like, so what? How long have you worked at Tetherball? I started almost almost a year ago. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I think it was. I think you started right after the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit because my daughter's birthday was last month, and it was after my daughter's birth. So yeah. I was like, yeah, it was right after. It was right when I was graduating from college. I'm an old college guy. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. But, so yeah, he, and then I was like, "Here's," I was like telling him, "I was like, oh, I have this internship here, and here's, uh, oh, I'm about to graduate with the BS in, in electronic media." And then Dan's like, "I don't, I don't give a shit about any of that stuff. I don't care." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he probably went, doesn't. He's probably like, "What can you do? Oh, you can do that. Yeah. Cool. That's what we need." They just put me in front of a computer, and I yeah. just started. They're like, "Just cut, just edit these videos." Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was it. Talk about lives being ruined in the live chat. Davey. Davey just said my bar tab. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it yeah. ruined your life, but uh, with the credit, <laughs> oh, the, the credit card that. interest yeah. on your 
whatever it was, $600 bar tab. By the way, I appreciate the shots you bought me and everybody else. <laughs> uh, but you dropped so much money, Davey. And I love you, dude. But you dropped so much fucking money at an event that people literally paid $20 to get all you could drink 8% seltzers. <laughs> so that, that shows what kind of good time uh, Davey was having. And it was a blast. That party was oh, a yeah. blast the whole week, the whole weekend, and the the days after was a blast. I uh, I gave Ross brought it up today. I uh, I got Ross a uh, Tanya Harding cameo. Dude, that was so good. Big that, Britney Spears that... vibes off of that lady. Oh yeah. But like I was I, like, who is that? And then I'll, and she, when she said it at the end, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, uh, Sarah. She's in the group chat right now. I was. Talking to like a, a a group of I have a group like well I'm in so many fucking group chats but in one of the group chats I was like hey I really want to get Ross something cool as like a thank you because last year like last year he did like not just Ross but like Tetherball Drinking Bros did so much shit for me it was awesome uh, and I was looking through cameo the only problem is like any affordable cameo I was like Ross probably knows all these people yeah. Right. The Tanya Harding one is perfect. So finally, she's like, they're just talking about Tanya Harding. Is she on there? And I was like, I looked on there and I was like, oh, fuck, she is on here. <laughs> um, so yeah. Very big, affordable, too. Very affordable. <laughs> the um, cheapest one. You know, she didn't, she didn't take my knees out on her, on her pricing. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> um, but no, real crazy vibes. But then I also, I think on the show, when, I, when we presented it to Ross, I brought up. I was like, yeah, she seems crazy, but then I realized, like, in ca- I don't know if you've ever gotten a cameo before. You get, like, 200 characters to describe, like, the situation in which you're presenting this cameo. Yeah. So I just put Ross Patterson, uh, best New York Times bestselling author, successful podcast host, AIDS survivor. <laughs> so then I'm thinking, like, wow, actually, her demeanor might be fairly appropriate for somebody that that's the only information she has. Oh my God. You, you know, I, I wish there was an RPR tomorrow because that whole, this whole Jesse Smollett thing. Oh, the Smollett. So, what do you got? You, uh, what do you got? 120 days or something? Hundred. He got 150 days. I think he got third, like got 30 like, months of probation or something. Yeah. Right. Did you did you see the whole thing where him him yelling that I he, saw? He, he's I think not I suicidal. I think I saw. It might have been on your Instagram. Did you post the thing? No. Before somebody I posted, somebody from the the you know tetherball world posted something. Oh, it was um the the pardon my American guys. Oh yeah yeah. Posted the sentence and the the judge called him like. A selfish narcissist or something like that. Yeah, and and then he yelled after he. They were like, "Do you have anything to say about this?" He's like, "Yeah, I do." He's like, "I'm not suicidal. I'm not suicidal." Like he started yelling. And Did anybody like, accuse him of that? No, I guess he's like saying if he's when he goes to jail, he's if he if someone kills him, like who's gonna kill? Who's gonna kill? Nobody gives a fuck. Dude, like, you're not Jeffrey Epstein. 
Like you don't have you're not you don't have a yeah, pedophile like, ring. Yeah. Like, like no one's killing you. You don't you don't know you don't know any any secrets. Yeah, like you don't have shit on the Clintons. You literally just paid your two personal trainers to beat the shit out of you to get more contract money. Yeah. During a time lucky. during a time of racial tension. He got he got away with it. He's he's lucky. <laughs> That's all he got was 150 days. Yeah, I I honestly thought he wasn't gonna get anything. I I thought so too when they first started. I figured it. they're gonna throw him a huge fine, but I bet you I bet you don't have any fucking money. So he just said, I'll take prison time instead of a yeah. fine. Yeah, it's, it, it, yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll get a job when he gets out. Like, they, people, he'll, I he'll, think go, those, he'll go write a fucking book or he'll get like a, whatever the equivalent of a Barbara Walters interview is now, you know? Uh, what is it? Uh, what's, what's the one that used to be best friends with Oprah? The fuck is her name? Gail. Um, yeah, Gail King. Oh, I think he, she already interviewed. Is there? Is that her name, Gail King? Didn't Oprah interview him or something? Uh, that Somebody must, interviewed that him. Whatever. I don't. I, I thought the Ross whole put, thing was fucking stupid. I was like, yeah. If Ross was like, watch the you you watch the YouTube video. We'll we'll break the news. That thing was like a six hour. Oh yeah. I was like, and like, like the day was already over, and it was mm-hmm. still going on. I was like, I, well, I gotta finish this. They yeah. they just kept bringing in more people. They're like, yeah, Jesse. Then they bring in like news. character witnesses and shit. Like, yeah, is it a little late for that. Like, I don't understand this. But they were they were just trying to, I guess, because uh, they, they they what they wanted to do is not have him have any prison time. So they just wanted him just to get probation, just like a slap on the hand. I was like, and then like BLM wrote like a a whole thing. It, it was it was kind of I was like. Yeah, I mean, just say what's gonna happen. I mean, legally, the only crime he broke was like, like I can't think of what the actual thing, but like you're wasting the police time and money, right? Mm -hmm. But also, you like morally, you took advantage of a time of racial tension in America to try to like, like make yourself into a victim to better your career, your failing career. Like, yeah. Ultimate grifter. So, I mean, here's the thing. His sentence is whatever. Uh, the court of public opinion, I think is going to, uh, the, the sentence from that court is going to be a lot longer lasting. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe not. We, we, as a society, we tend to forget things pretty quick. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson literally rip, raped somebody. And then, like, now you're just like, oh, look, we're going to give him a cartoon with Norm MacDonald, which is a great show, by the way. Oh, I haven't seen that. that. There was a show on uh, Cartoon Network. It came out, like, 10, 10 years ago. It's uh, Mike Tyson and uh, Norm MacDonald. He's like a bird. It's a cartoon, and they go and solve crimes. It's I mean, amazing. Let me like, oh, guess he's probably a pigeon. Yeah, yeah, he's a pigeon. Yeah, you know why? Yeah, because he pigeon. owns 350 yeah, pigeons. pigeons. Yeah. I wrote that kind of blast episode of Mike Tyson. I wrote that whole thing, mm-hmm. which I'm actually in the middle of writing another one for them with, uh, I won't say exactly who it is, but let's just say he knows how to, uh, correct happy accidents. Uh, Bill Clinton. No, 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 no. It was actually a nice guy. I didn't do a mm. dirt bag. I, I like, I like going on their show. And do do kind of like what Joel does. Like mm. the last time I was on there, I got oh, I got really fucking hammered. Just derail, I, derail yeah, the whole episode. Not just derail it. I I just give all the all these bad guys the benefit of the doubt. 
Like if we had, uh, we were talking about John Wayne, about all the racist stuff he was saying. I was like, he's being funny. He was telling jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, here's and Joel was like, that's not funny. Again, and I was like, and yeah. It was like we can go down this whole tangent, but the shit John Wayne said is fucked up. He's a piece of shit. I know. But in the time that he said it, it was still, it was still not right. But at that time, like he got away with it, right? And it's just like hold, holding people to the moral standards of today just won't work. Like you can find anything in somebody's past. Yeah. Right? Like I'm sure on Instagram at one point I had like a picture of me like holding a shotgun, throwing up the West Side symbol. <laughs> right? Or uh, actually, it might have been MySpace. That's how old that shit was. Yeah. <laughs> not even I wouldn't even say 20 years from now now somebody could probably make some sort of argument about me being like I don't know racist or hey we all have a, a re- or like MySpace picture where I'm a white kid wearing I think I was wearing like a white button down shirt like some sort of fucking frat tool you yeah. know holding a shotgun in the south this is in North Carolina throwing up a W they're probably like oh what's that like white power you know yeah yeah that's just what happens I wonder what they'll say about me. I have I have a picture of myself where I'm holding two guns. Mm-hmm. It, it's so it's no. it makes me cringe. I'm like I hope that picture never comes up again. But it's it's definitely I don't know where it's at, but it's definitely in the ether somewhere. Yeah, I deleted it. I think, but but with that, I will also say I do have my JJ button. I don't know if you heard my JJ button. No, what's that? So do you know JJ High and Angry? I know of him. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I've seen him in the chats. Um, are you familiar with his appearance? No, no. I don't know if I've ever met him. No. JJ? So first off, JJ, awesome fucking dude. Yeah. Um, a classically trained actor who once, really? he graduated from, I think like NYU with an acting degree and then became an army ranger. <laughs> that sounds like the, the drinking bros kind of, um. It, it, it's kind of like Rob. Rob's like that. Yeah. So, dope dude. Um, a little bit uh, darker skin than us. Mm-hmm. But every time he comes on, have you ever seen the movie Blast from the Past with Brendan Fraser? Yes, I have. So, every time JJ gets in the group chat or is on the show, I hit the JJ button. Oh, my lucky stars. A Negro. <laughs> Was that from Blast in the Past? Yeah, from- yeah. He, oh, uh, there's, there's like a, um, a black mail carrier. Yeah. You know, and again, I've explained this a hundred times on the show. Blast from the Past is about Christopher Watkins is like this eccentric mm-hmm. engineer who builds this crazy bomb shelter underneath their house during the Cuban Missile Crisis, and, mm-hmm. uh. He like one night he's just like okay like we're going to we're gonna go in the shelter tonight with like his pregnant wife, played by Sissy mm. Spacek. Yeah. And when once they go down into the bunker, a plane crashes on their house, and he thinks that a nuclear bomb was just dropped yeah. on L.A. They're, they're like live in like <laughs> they live like in the valley or something you know in L.A. Uh, <laughs> so Brendan Fraser's character is like born in this bomb shelter underneath. Like some house in the valley. That, yeah, that's right. And I, I, thirty I years later, he's like, "Oh, I think I think the the nuclear fallout should be safe enough to go up." 
And so they <laughs> end up like, they built like a bar over their house. And it, it turns into like some just shitty LA dive bar where like people are just like nodding off on heroin drips and shit. <laughs> um, so Brendan Fraser is living his life thinking that the world had ended in like nuclear catastrophe. And then he sees like some like LA, uh, like a African American female LA. You can uh, say black. Black, whatever. Just, just, say, just say black. Either way. Uh, mail carrier and yeah he's like oh my lucky stars a negro and she's like say what because he's like he's like oh my god like i didn't ever think i would see one of you (laughs) does that movie hold up it still holds up it's a hilarious movie hilarious movie that was that was when brandon fraser was he was massive back then he was Mm -hmm. like in everything wasn't that during the time of the mummy and that was that was right before the mummy and then And then he, because uh, he was still a little puffy, you know? Yeah. And then uh, he did The Mummy, and that's when he got into, turned into, like, kind of the jacked Frasier. Not jacked how people get now, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he's not he's not doing, like, the whole Chris Pratt jacked thing. But he had the cum gutters and everything. Yeah, he got, he got looking good. He got looking yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. You know, and yep. now, and then he kind of faded into existence, or, you know, uh, obscurity, and he's making a comeback now. Yeah. Could be a Frasier. Is he? I think so. I haven't seen anything. I, I mean, I, have, I haven't. It's weird. I don't watch movies anymore. Like, n- I don't watch never. A lot of movies. I just watch TV shows, but never, never movies. Like, yeah. the closest thing I watched to a movie was that, that Kanye West documentary. Was that good? I'm looking for a good doc. My wife wants it, to watch the Marilyn Manson one, and I'm like, eh, he's a dirtbag. Like, I don't really fucking care. It, it's good. I, I liked it. I, I don't care about Marilyn Manson. I, I should. I don't know why, but. Here's the thing. I've read all about the things he's done, and none of it's surprising. Yeah, he's like, oh, he um, he may have raped his uh, girlfriend. Oh well, yeah, that 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 makes sense. Several. I think he's just like he's just a prick. Like he's just some yeah. weird fucking dude, who uh, like that. His character mm-hmm. for a while got into his own head, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The weird thing is, there's somebody. And the episodes have been deleted, and I won't say who it is. Mm-hmm. There's somebody very close to the Drinking Bros community that dated him for a while and never said she She said he was a pretty decent guy. So I don't know what the deal with that is, but... Uh, well, well, most rapists are, right? They, they got to be very friendly. Like, they're, they're not just come up like, hey, I'm going to rape you. Are you my girlfriend? In. Now it's time for the rape. Yeah. <laughs> You're my girlfriend now. Okay. You're my girlfriend? Cool. Get in this dog cage. <laughs> Locking you up. You come out when I tell you to. Mm-hmm. You come out when, I, when we're ready to fuck. Yeah, that, typically, that kind of behavior typically comes around uh, the seven-year itch in your marriage. Yeah, you're like, I, I need something different. It's kind of like it Alec is. Baldwin. He's... Alec Baldwin's like, well, I need to murder now. Yeah. But I here's the thing. Kill. It evolves. I mean, we started, me and Stacy started with uh, the typical wire dog kennel. And now she has a really, I built her a really nice wooden one, you know, mm-hmm. good yeah. latch, nice lighting. It's got, it's you, heated. You, you got like the, the, the little area where you could put the, the, the dog, I mean, the, the food, yeah. the food bowl yeah. and the water bowl, but it's like not on the ground anymore. You, you built, it's like built a little, up and she's got the, she got the, like the hamster water. You know, mm-hmm. but it's filled with yeah. fireball because that's how we yeah. roll. <laughs> she likes to party. Yeah, oh, we love to party. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with. So I recently 
got tick-tarted. Um, like TikTok? Yeah. Oh no, I, I I went on there for a little bit. Done, done with it. And I follow. I literally follow like four people, but one mm-hmm. of which might be my spirit animal, and it's this dude named Two Turnt Tony. <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> oh, why I love this dude? Total fucking dirtbag. That's but what he, I like. But he owns it. Like the first video mm-hmm. I ever saw of him, he's on like a pontoon boat, and the dude's jacked. Apparently, he used to be like a fucking model or something. In New York, and then, like, when COVID happened, he, like, went and moved back in with his parents on some lake in Michigan or something. I think Dakota was talking about this the other, uh, last and time. Like it, so they're on some pontoon boat, and this, like, girl's in, like, a thong bikini. You don't see her face. But she's mm-hmm. like, Tony, I want a shot. And he just, like, pulls, like, he got a handle of vodka, take, pulls, like, a shot out of it, and then just, like, grabs her hair, pulls it back, and just spits it in her mouth. <laughs> But then the guy's like mom is on the boat and just starts flipping out on him. And I was oh like, man. I was like, this that guy, guy That guy rules. Oh. And then like the whole thing, go find him. He's also on Instagram, my spirit animal, only because the guy owns up to being such a dirt bag that I fucking yeah. love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that that's great. I, I scumbags are the funniest. Oh, they're Especially awesome. Bad. Oh. Yeah. I'll I'll find him. And he has a he has a so he's a. Uh, I think he might have somebody doing his Wikipedia page for him, <laughs> because it's like uh, whatever his real name is, was like AKA Two Turnt Tony, was a successful and delicious six three model in New York, uh, <laughs> turned duck farmer because he has all these ducks <laughs> now, and he just does these videos where he's like counting money. Like it's like some chick in a thong will like walk up to him and like, like take a sip of a martini and spit it in his mouth like while he's like petting a duck and counting money. Fuck yeah, yeah the duck ducks the move. It's like Tony Soprano. Yeah. Oh yeah. He loves his ducks. So, so yeah, that's my spirit animal. I think I might live start living my life like two turnt Tony and just like start having my wife like baby birding fireball into my mouth. <laughs> Uh, I, I if, know Coop if, would. If C Coop, hates, Coop would baby bird to you. Oh, well, I'd take a I'd take a baby bird from Coop. Yeah, that, that's that's what we're gonna do on Common. We we've been doing flaming Dr Peppers. Oh, nice. Those are good. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you guys, if we, if you guys like tune into the the new episode that's coming out tomorrow at two p.m. Uh, we got a um, what's it called? Joel got a really good shot of us like lighting it on fire, and then putting it into the drinks and and like it. I didn't even cut it. It just looks like a cool, like, raw, like, documentary style. So, like, what I kind of do, I like putting videos in the beginning, like, mm-hmm. about one or two minute videos. Yep. I'll put them in before the, the music starts. And that's on there. It looks it looks really cool. Yeah. Like, so, you have the lights off and the lights are glowing. It's awesome. Yeah. With that, we digressed down some weird rabbit hole that turned into my wife spitting <laughs> fireball into my mouth. <laughs> I have fireball in the house. Tonight might get mm. weird. I'll report later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so the original question was like, what what conspiracy theory that turned out to be real is your favorite? And then what one do you do you honestly think isn't real, but you just love the narrative of it? Oh, I I, I know exactly where I want to go with that. It's um, Mich- Michelle Obama has a dick. I mean, it's 
it's completely fake, but it's funny. Yeah, Big Mike, big, right? Big, big Mike. Mi big Mike Obama, because he keeps uh, Obama keeps calling her Mike. And then there's that video of uh, on Ellen where she's dancing, and there's yeah. like it looks like she has a fucking yeah. dick. I've seen so, that. Like, it's just like this, her dress was like overly starched, and it's just some weird shadow, right? Like obviously, yeah, it's funny because there's no really in the middle because if you tell somebody that really loves Michelle Obama. They get they get fucking they get, they get pissed like fighting pissed yeah yeah they get very mad but then there's people like I used to work at this bar and this guy like he's the one that showed me it this door guy he showed me it he's like dude you can't tell me that's not a dick and he like got he was like really into it yeah. and it was it, he was so into it it was like oh this is this is my favorite thing this, oh, this yeah. is the best thing ever like, yeah oh I, yeah I wonder, there's there's definitely people out there that, like if you try to explain to them how irrational this is. Yeah, they get they get pissed. Yeah, He's like well, you he, probably like Obama. I was like, no, but I'm just telling you, like, I'm ninety nine point nine nine percent sure Michelle Obama does not possess a penis attached to her body. But but sometimes when when you hear a conspiracy that crazy, you just gotta kind of like what we do on our show. We're like, let's like if we will say something crazy, like we never stop each other. We just like oh. like Adam Adam will say something, be like. But like, just let him go. Or Eli. Oh, Eli yeah. oh, Eli yeah. from Giggle Boys, he'll start talking about interdimensional yeah. aliens. Oh, yeah. And I know when he's on Giggle Boys, Mike will stop him. But yeah. like on my show, I'm like, keep going, keep going. Yeah, I, wanna, yeah. I, wanna, I wanna see yeah. where you, where this goes. Cause he he might be I don't know how good his stand up is, but he might yeah. be a gen he might be a comedic genius. Yeah, I mean I won't I won't really talk shit about Giggle Boys. I don't think I'm the audience for it. Yeah. People love it. You know, I, I just, it's probably, I'm, you, you got to know them outside I'm a, of it. I'm a 34 year old father of two who's been married yeah. for 10 years and I yeah. don't do drugs recreationally. So like, I just mm -hmm. don't think it's my Me thing, either. you know? So, um, but when Eli's on your show, loved yeah. it. And actually I had, I probably talked to, uh, right. Is Mike, the other guy. Yeah. Mike Eaton. Mike Eaton. I talked to yeah. him and his wife. I was shocked yeah. by the wife they're thing. They're great. Um, yeah, they're great. I talked to them at the Hard AF thing. I was like, oh, you guys are awesome. So obviously, just like, it's not your, it's not just really like thing. a lot of podcasts, like I, it's just I'm not the audience for it, right? There's, I'm, mm. there's uh, very obviously millions of people out there in the world that are not the audience for this show. Um, yeah. But I, the ones that do listen, love you guys. Thank you. I've never hung out with anyone outside of work really like i mean i talk to joel and coop all the time but like we're always when i talk to him we're at the studio or, or recording a podcast yeah. adam adam's the same thing adam it, he he's another dude it was like i was i didn't know him before what two months ago yeah and the dude is insanely funny like, yeah he's just, i'm kind of bummed i didn't get to meet him while i was down there he's uh so we're talking about adam Adam Hester. He has Adam a podcast. Hester. Yeah, what's his podcast? It's a Skeleton it's Factory. Skeleton Factory. He just breaks down movies. He's like an expert on like cult films. Yeah. So if like you're into that stuff, fucking great. He does a uh, so when he does if you follow him on Instagram, him and Joel make these videos where he he previews his episodes. And he'll he'll like say he'll do these like really quick introductions like he's like, "Oh, this is uh teeth. It's about um 
it's about a woman that has teeth on her vagina and it bites sticks off. But like he'll he'll do these things and they're they're so well done. And then when he mm-hmm. does his podcast, he talks in a real monotone voice, like like real quiet. It, mm-hmm. It's 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 almost genius. You you gotta check him out. He's he's amazing. Yeah, I've I've watched a couple episodes of it and it's yeah, it's definitely interesting, for yeah. sure. Yeah, like I, I'm, um, not, I'm not a big movie guy. But yeah, I, it, I, it's. I, like you said, like his the tone in which he does things mm-hmm. is like unconventionally hilarious. Yeah, you you gotta see if you if you want to see just how crazy that show the show that I do is, especially like it 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 perfectly shows what Adam is is you gotta listen to our MK Ultra episode. Yeah, he we we do a bunch of ghost ghost bed ads. And we talk about like killing people with with their with their weighted blankets. He he takes a piss in one of the ghost bed cups. I saw that. It, that it's fucking a, nuts, man. It is a fucking wild. I was watching it the other day when, whenever we did the the, the live watch, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is a crazy fucking episode." But it like it it kind of explains what we do. Yeah. So like it's it's a comedy conspiracy podcast. Yeah. So I got. We did Franklin Scandal, which is a very fucking dark thing about uh, a, a child pedophile ring. Right. So it, it, a lot of kids get murdered, they get raped. Mm-hmm. But we got to make it. Yeah, fun you got to keep it light, right? You got to figure so, out a way to keep, so, bring some humor into it. Yeah. So we're laughing, like we're we're talking about uh, one of the things. This girl, her, uh, they they put her into a room after they do this like satanic ritual, and they they hand her a. a uh, like an eight-month-old uh, infant. I don't know how, how how dark can I go on this because I don't I don't. We can go dark. Let's just not go. Let's not go dark for long. Okay. So take so, it dark and then we'll bring it back. Right? We'll bring it back. So th- this is a very dark story. So like this is her name was Shanita Moore. She was like a. Th- these are all uh, court documents, mm-hmm. like uh, official documents, and she said that when she went into this they, they in this satanic ritual, they put her in this room where they locked her in there for like. 12 hours with the infant and they're like you you have to kill someone you love and you gives you like some kind of like godlike feeling and she wouldn't do it so they take this infant and they rip it in half and she went fucking crazy and like she was inconsolable and all this and we we had to take that and make it funny somehow right well like what did they rip it in half like torso or long ways it, it's it doesn't get too much into detail, so like she just it's it's somebody who might have she may have been on drugs, so we don't know if that's true or not. But we're talking. Uh, Adam's talking about how this how like uh, he starts talking about ripping a, a phone book in half. Like there's a good way of doing it, and we we like go on a tangent on that. And like I got this very angry um, message on Facebook about it, and they're just like. He's like, you guys are a bunch of piece of shit. Like, how could you laugh about something like that? You're talking about children. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, like, like yeah. I, here's I, the like, thing: get, you have to like the subject matter is very dark. That is very dark, mm-hmm. right? Oh, but yeah. here's the thing: here's the thing about podcasts. And I've told my wife this plenty of times. This is entertainment. Yeah, right? like. Some people treat it as news, and they do. Some of them do fine. Some of them don't. But in reality, this whole world, right? It's smoke and mirrors, and it's entertainment. Yeah, you have to you have to bring humor to something that dark, 
or else yeah. people are going to be like, "Fuck this noise!" Like I don't want to listen to this shit, right? Yeah, it's got to. Yeah, it's got to be light. Like you're like, "Oh, I'm going to head to work." Oh, it's not light. I mean, it's super heavy. Even the <laughs> even the humor is heavy. Yeah. Um, but obviously, <laughs> I mean, we probably share a lot of the same audience, and yeah, they're they're going to see the humor in it for what it is, right? Yeah. Like, Obviously, nobody, I would hope, watching or listening right now, uh, finds humor in an infant getting ripped in half. Yeah. But, but they understand yeah. why you would make a joke about it yeah. afterwards, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, that, that you're just, you're talking about the most horrific thing imaginable. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more horrific than that, that oh, yeah. scene. Because the. I don't know. You ever it, seen uh, Geely? That was pretty bad. <laughs> is it, uh, I, I thought it was a great movie. You didn't like it? Wasn't you know, a fan. It, it, was not a fan. I am glad that uh, Ben and J Lo are back together. I feel like things are out. kind of right in the universe. Even though yeah. things haven't really worked out that well since they got back together. Maybe that's no. a conspiracy. Are the two of them like um like, like the like he he is the key master mm-hmm. and she is What's the god fuck? What's the the uh, Ghostbusters reference? Oh man, I haven't heard a Ghostbusters reference in years. Fuck. You know, Rick Moranis is the key master, and yeah. Sigourney Weaver is well, Zool fuck. obviously, but um, there is no Dana, only Zool. <laughs> um, but maybe the two of them getting back together are like how just hell comes to earth because ever since they got back together in reality, things haven't worked yeah. out all that well. Yeah. And, and they ruined Pearl Harbor. So that's, that's what happens. Well, Jayla well, wasn't they. in Pearl Harbor. I said they, so take your drink. Ah, fuck. Got myself. It was actually, it was in Jayla that, that were, were they together when Pearl Harbor came out? They might've been, they were together for that, a long time. Uh, that might've been right when Ben got with Beck and say, or not Beck and sale. Uh, mm-hmm. The, the snooze fest that he was with for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Gardner. Yeah. Pretty, but God, she's boring. For a celebrity? She, she just lays, he probably just lays there and takes it. Probably. Well, actually, just in reality, she's type. probably just like the most normal person. Yeah. But we all just want celebrities to be fucking we were, we were insane. A little crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, who knows? But, but so, yeah. so, yeah, we went dark. Let's bring it back up with... On Instagram today, I put out feelers like, "What's everybody's favorite conspiracy theory?" Mm-hmm. We got the normals, like, did the aliens build the pyramids? Mm, probably not. Um, I just think, I think we, I think we underestimate early humans' ability to engineer. I'm with you with that. They they didn't have iPhones, so like they're they had shit to do. They're like they're like, hey, you want to go build them? fucking pyramid now like, did they build you, it it was were they easy to build no uh fuck took, no it probably took generations it probably took right. i don't know how long it took but it probably took like like they're like oh uh, uh my my grandfather built the bottom part of the pyramid yeah like it took 100 it took it took 30 years to build that now we're going to the second part it's perfectly explainable right um but the one that came up more than others which is twice Mm-hmm. By the way, Nooners, we need better engagement. Okay, I'm gonna throw this out there. Uh, we, me and Sean, were talking off air about 
episodes that I thought or like we've thought would do great that mm-hmm. don't, and then episodes we thought were going to do whatever and crush. So the one that crushed for me lately was this past Saturday, um, me and Greg LaMontagne from The Bar is Open with Beth and Greg. We've both been having, we've been upgrading equipment and stuff. We've been having a lot of audio issues when it comes to zooming people in. So Saturday, we were both free. Like, let's just do a Zoom, figure it out. I was like, if we're going to do a Zoom, let's just have some friends come in and hang out while we Zoom, shoot the shit. We got it figured out within five minutes, and Greg's like, why don't we just go live? I said, sure. So we went live on Neuter Nation. Didn't think anything of it. I honestly, it was a two and a half hour episode that I blacked out halfway through. Uh, At one point, I think I admitted to like masturbating in a church or something. Or no, that was... That might have been Titan Uranus that did that. I don't know. It was a weird <laughs> conversation. Crushed. That episode crushed. The episode where I had like my smoke show wife come on, and I literally told, like, we're, we were playing Never Have I Ever, and I just figured everybody's going to hop, all these dirtbags that listen to this show, we're going to hop on board to that. Nothing. But, mm. anyways, the one question, or the one answer I got was... Is Avril Levine really dead and replaced by a clone robot lookalike? And you told me off air, you actually looked into this before coming on. Yeah. So what do you think? Is Avril Levine really dead? <laughs> yeah, I think she's dead, but um, it's... Not her career. It, not her career. Just her yeah, in general. No, no, she's alive. She's alive. It, it was... There was, like, a lot of weird stuff. I wish I had more... Like, it, I wish I'd have done more uh research on it but like the whole thing with um the person they say is that that is ever levine uh is this they think it's this person named melissa something and then like she there's this video of her where she has melissa on written on her hand and like it's there's like a whole thing about it like maybe maybe she was mk ultra or i don't know it's it there's a there's a lot of it's it's she'd be a little young for an mk ultra i think she's my age Oh, but you you got to assume that the MK Ultra is still around because which it probably is. Like you think they they would just stop? They're like they found something cool. They're just like, hey, let's keep doing this. Let's keep controlling minds. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's uh, there's a project called Monarch. It's called uh, Project Monarch, where it's it's basically taking MK Ultra and expanding it um, because they all they all started off in phases. Mm-hmm. But like this, I think. I don't remember Project Monarch. I, it, it's it's very complicated, but it has the original MK Ultra was about assassinations. Like yeah, I think wasn't wasn't MK Ultra very uh, based on like Manchurian Candidate kind of shit. Yeah, it was. I think the original one was. It or was the numbers, Pro- the numbers broad, the Russian numbers broadcast. Right, they always thought it was like. You yeah. hear the numbers, it triggers some secret agent to like murder the president or yeah, something. Yeah, uh, they're called uh, secret agents. But like the, the original one was, I think the the miniature project was called uh, Project Artichoke. And Artichoke was about uh, was was about assassinations. MK Ultra was more choking? about mind control. Yeah, that, that's the art of choking. The art of choking, right? And like <laughs> yeah. you ignore the safe word and you just keep going. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. <laughs> you just keep going. There was you don't a kink uh, shame here. No, I don't kink. So I've always said I do not kink shame 
but at some point I will kink judge. Yeah. But yeah, this we'll, is not we'll one judge. of those instances. Um, I had a text conversation with somebody yesterday who was very upset with uh, their spouse about something they said in a podcast. And I was like, mm-hmm. hey, maybe you should just keep choking him after he says the safe word just mm-hmm. for a couple seconds so that he knows. You, you right? know, he's like, I, I can, we can end this if you want. Yeah. The safe word's not programmed. It's just an understanding, right? Yeah. Yeah. You ever get in that conversation about the best way to die? Mm. And, and we, we talked about ghost bed. Ghost bed, like whenever you're, you're, you're being drowned, it's like you're being, like after a while, it just feels like you're being like wrapped in a blanket, like a weighted blanket from ghost bed. Drowning's a rough way to go, though. I rather, not the roughest, but there's, there's a struggle where you know, right? Something's going to happen. The answer is is a gunshot to the head. Oh yeah, that's the best. That's way. that's the correct answer. You don't want to be set on fire. Or just like or just like an aneurysm in your sleep or something, right? Or you're talking about the best yeah. way to be murdered. Uh, yeah, murdered. Because you could you could just be thrown into the water, like while being uh, tied up. Oof. Like yeah, concrete boots or something. Yeah, That'd definitely don't want to be don't want to be killed by Dan Holloway. That's that'll probably be the worst. Uh, I don't know. I think Dan's probably just so busy at this point. He'd just shoot you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I like how he walks around everywhere with a gun, even when he walks his dogs. Like oh, he's yeah. always prepared. He's the hardest person to kill. Dan went to the bathroom the other day, and he like he was like, "I'm going to the bathroom." Well, he didn't say he was. He didn't announce he's going to the bathroom. He just walked to the bathroom, put his gun in his. In his pocket, and he was ready to go just in case just someone in, case. in the bathroom is ready to murder hey, him. Stay strapped. Stay yeah. strapped. Always ready. I mean, he did live in Oakland for a while, so some habits don't die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so so what do we think is is Avril Lavigne still alive? Um, no. Uh yes, yes. I yes. I, I say yes. Yeah. yeah, but definitely look into it because it, it that that might be a fun little mini like conversation we, we could do on the show those are the ones i like like paul mccartney mm-hmm. not wearing shoes on abbey road kind of mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. like those are the fun ones right you start getting into like some of the more serious conspiracy theories that start getting yeah. way too real You're like eh, i'm not having fun anymore now i just like the Ep- yeah the epstein one is like that but then you, you you have these really fun things. You're like, why are they all wearing red shoes? What's the red shoes mean? Mm-hmm. What is what is this? What are these weird paintings that he had? Or what's going? Why did why did her dad get? Why did uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's dad, who is connected with uh, with um, what's the Israeli uh, intelligence? Just slip my mind. The Mossad. The Mossad. Like, why was he so connected to them? And, and why did they, why did he just die? Like, why did he? He drowned to death, like all this weird stuff. Yeah, it's so nuts. If if you like if you like solving puzzles, that's why I think why a lot of dudes are into conspiracy theories because they yeah. like puzzles. Yeah, that's all it is. It's a bunch of puzzles. It's a bunch of. Um, well, like typically there are a bunch. There are a bunch of puzzles that end up missing a couple pieces, right? Yeah, yeah. It's which makes it more intriguing, right? Like, why are these pieces missing? Yeah. Uh, you know, nine, 99% of the time, in reality, it's probably just like somebody just lost the pieces. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, the CIA lost those pieces. Yeah. They, they they threw them in the fire. That's what happened to the MK Ultra, um, 
papers. They they found the papers. There like there's a lot of missing. Uh, there's a lot of missing pieces to this. Yeah. There's, I think you need to uh, before we get off of here. I think you need to talk uh, like Ross into letting you get on the Drinking Bros Patreon, and we do. A, a live watch along of the men that stare at goats. <laughs> yeah, because that's a, like a, wasn't that a whole MK Ultra thing? I got, I don't I I watched that so long. I I think I watched that when mm. I was drunk. I have no, I don't it's remember. Been, I I watched it, it when I, it came out like on DVD. So it's probably been fuck. It's been at least a dozen years at this point. But yeah. uh, but yeah. So we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, mm-hmm. We could talk about conspiracy theories all night. We don't need to do yeah. that though, because they can watch your show. So go ahead and plug everything. Yeah. So so follow us on on YouTube. Uh, just search Conmen Podcast. We're originally going to be on the History Channel, but I was like, I don't want to nuke your guys' channel. So this is all mine. I run everything on on the YouTube page. You can download our episodes on audio, which come out every Tuesday. So you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, wherever. Oh yeah, and on YouTube, the, the the those same video episodes will come out on Friday. So just remember, Tuesday audio, Friday two p.m. live watch. Gotcha. And, and you can also find us on Instagram. Um, it's con underscore men underscore podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And I have my I have the link tree. It's in my bio, so you can yep. click on on the link and you can find everything where we put all our stuff. Yep. Uh, Facebook, you can find us. I uh, don't have a big following on Facebook. It's weird. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, we. I've got a Facebook, but essentially yeah. the only things that get posted on Facebook are the things that I post on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That I say share to Facebook kind of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, but on the on the on the meta business, whatever it is, I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, it so, gives me so the yeah. option to just share it to the the Facebook page. They're probably mm-hmm. stealing my identity. Yeah, constantly yeah. but yeah whatever 100 percent. it's like the vaccine taking taking your dna anyways uh yeah so uh you can find us on youtube rumble and everywhere in audio oh you're so on rumble I, I, i'm rumble i have no following on there yet but i put it on there just for backup but i try <laughs> to upload our jesse wiseman episode in some 4k and it's not uploading for some reason so huh. I, I might. I I originally got Rumble just so we can back up our episodes because we talk about some pretty like it, a lot of our shit's kind of edgy. I don't. I hate saying like, "Oh, we're edgy. We're crazy." But uh, we in are. today's po- like political climate, the things you talk about, like, yeah, I get it. We're like, yeah. I say shit all the time. Uh, I was yeah. on an Iconoblast and talked about like. If you're gonna have sex with a child sex doll, do it on a ghost bed. Mm. <laughs> and, and if you have an old ghost bed, you can get the younger one for yeah. half off, right? Or was it half off? I don't remember what the. I words. can't fucking Joel, remember. Joel told me that joke. I was like, "That's a that's a that's a good joke." Yeah, <laughs> it's fucked up. Joel took us some, down some weird ass rabbit hole that I was like, "My palms are sweating right now." Like, oh, he will. He 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 knows. When and he loves it. That's why he did it. He noticed. I'm like, I don't know how to answer this question. <laughs> On air. If we had been, like, if cameras were off, I would have just gone with them, you know? Like, hey, like, uh, I've, got a, I've got a podcast I'm trying to grow. Like, we know. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like what Rob and Dan, uh, Delco Dan, they're just like, like, between shows, they're just like, man, like, like are we going to be employable after this episode? I'm like, oh, this yeah. Might be. <laughs> oh, yeah. They will. Oh, yeah. 
I, so. I, I think it's it'll, it'll all come come back around. We're just like whatever we want. I think it's, I think we're off. starting to get there. I think we're starting to get there a little bit. Um, wokeness is people are starting to get irritated by it, and yeah, not that they weren't ever. I don't know. We can also do maybe I'll come on your show and talk about uh, you know mass market media and how they just manipulate everything. But uh, let me know before you come into town. You open invite. Yeah, we will for sure. Um, we actually, I've talked about this before. I think I talked about it last episode while I was drunk. But um, me and my wife are going to do, are th- in the works of starting a, sh- a show. Um, I want it's a like a parenting show, but it's not that. Um, mm-hmm. It's like fun, like parents talking yeah. shit about their kids and stuff. <laughs> and we've had enough interest out of some people out of Austin that. If it turns into a real thing, we'll probably make a trip to Austin. Uh, mm-hmm. And then while we're there, like, obviously, like, I'll hop on your show. And we'll do, yeah. we'll do an episode of this again. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. So, yeah. anyways, yeah, go check out the Conman podcast. Um, just like us, available, sounds like everywhere, right? It's all the I'm, – I'm assuming you use, like, Podbean to distribute everything or I- – I use RSS or RSS.com, right, yeah. but it's basically, it's the same thing. Yeah. Podbean is like, eh, I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. I'm sure it's like the Shopify of, uh, yeah, yeah. is what it is. But so thanks for listening. Um, New Nation podcast on Instagram, uh, and Facebook, uh, go check us out on iTunes, New Nation podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Uh, I have an open, an open giveaway. Once we hit 500 subscribers on YouTube, I will send somebody a Yeti cooler. So nice. We're a ways away, but people love Yeti shit. I'm a whore for Yeti shit. So yeah, I'll send somebody cheap. Yeah, I'll send somebody a Yeti cooler. If we hit 500 subscribers on YouTube, real subscribers, I've had plenty of people talk about like, oh, I'll just make a bunch of accounts. Like, no, we need to have the same. We've got to have a interaction, right? I can't have 500 subscribers and then like 70 views. It doesn't work that way. So, yeah. But we're going to hop off of here. I'll definitely have you on again, man. This was awesome. Everybody yeah, loves it. Was fun. Everybody loves a good conspiracy theory. Um, yes. So... This has been the New Nation Podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Bill Schofield. I've been joined by Sean. Anchando. Anchando of the pod, or the Con Men Podcast. Thanks, everybody. Love you. Good night. I got 99 problems and they all bitches wish I was jiggling Carefree living, but I'm not Sean or Martin Louis I'm the Cleveland nigga rolling with the Brooklyn boy You know how I be when you start living large I control my own life, Charles was never in charge No sitcom can teach Scott about the drama Or even explain the troubles that haunted my mom On Christmas time, my mom Christmas grind Got me most of what I wanted, how'd you do it mom? Huh? She got the toys I would play with in my room by myself While he by himself, he got two older brothers one hood, one good, independent, no, the sister kept me flying when she could, but they all didn't see the little bit of sadness in me.
Scotty. I've got some issues that nobody can see. And all of these emotions are pouring out of me. I bring them to the life in you. It's only right. This is the soundtrack to my life. The soundtrack to my life. Paranoid, like a sixth sense Since my father died, I ain't been right since And I tried to piece the puzzle of the universe Split an eighth of shrooms just so I could see the universe I tried thinking about myself as a sacrifice Just to show the kids they ain't the only ones who up at night The moon will illuminate my room And soon I'm consumed by my doom Once upon a time, nobody gave a fuck It's all said and done and my cock's been sucked So now I'm in the cut, alcohol in the womb My heart's an open soul that I hope he'll soon I live in the cocoon Opposite of Cancun Where it is never sunny The dark side of the moon So it's more than right I try and set some light on the man Not many people love this planet understand I've got some issues That nobody can see And all of these emotions Are pouring out of me I bring them to the light for you It's only right this is the soundtrack to my life most of the clean faces be the most dirty I just eat a thoroughbred cook when I'm hungry Ass all chunky, brain is insanity Only things that calm me down, pussy is some Cali treat And I get both, never truly satisfied I am happy, that's just a satisfied I've got some issues that nobody can see And all of these emotions are pouring out of me I bring them to the life in you It's only right This is the soundtrack to my life The soundtrack to my life 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 Uh-huh Yeah Uh-huh Yeah Uh-huh Yeah Uh-huh Yeah